Do you know someone struggling to figure out their mental health benefits? The Mental Health Insurance Assistance Office is here to help. Find us at insurance.ohio.gov slash G-E-T-M-H-I-A or call us at 855-438-6442. Don't wait. The Mental Health Insurance Assistance Office can help you figure out what mental health insurance benefits may be in their plan. Call us today at 855-438-6442. The white chocolate macadamia cream cold brew is back at Starbucks. One sip and it will have you filling your summertime vibe. Cold brew, signature macadamia cream cold foam, toasted cookie crumbles. Order yours on the app today. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Yeah, fire is my favorite drum solo. Coming, 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 coming. You know, it's very simple. Yeah, but I like a simple drum solo. Yeah, That's so why I like Inigana De Vida. Yeah, that one's also good. Um, Frankenstein's good too. That one's at least fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like no, a simple I, drum. Beat. I know that drum solo by heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Neil Young guitar solo. <laughs> I still love Inagata Davida. Yeah, so do I. I listen to all 16 minutes of it regularly. Regularly? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it shows up in my top. It's like 18 minutes, I thought. 17 and a half. 17 and a half? I don't yeah. know. I'm not sitting here. <laughs> I, I, I tried to lose my virginity to that song. Wow. <laughs> 30 seconds in. <laughs> 17 and a half minutes of attempts. <laughs> Welcome to the last podcast on the left, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Marcus Parks. Oh, this is how we're beginning? I lost my virginity to a Sarah McLaughlin song. Oh, oh yeah. In the arms of the angel. Uh, with me is Henry Zabrowski. I lost my virginity to my father. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I can't yeah. believe we're beginning like this. Yeah. But, you know, he was singing, oh. You dirty, dirty little puller, because your mother know you're out. There's a hole in your britches, and your dick is hanging out. I'm still haunted. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Ed Larson, who I, eventually lost his virginity to a Top Gun soundtrack. Wow. <laughs> oh, take my breath away. Yeah, I was I was told uh, no to Inagata Davida, and then we changed CDs to the Top Gun soundtrack, and then I got to see boobs. That's <laughs> when you should have said absolutely not. It's Inagata Davida, or you I made go a case. home. I made a, I made <laughs> but now let's play a different song. But it's important for us to get into the mindset today because this shit, I mean this, this stuff fucking actually creeps me out. Yeah. Really? There's something about this topic specifically. I think it's because I've been in, a, in rooms with a couple of these things mm-hmm. and it's fucking freaky. And so let's get in the mood. This is revenge for Barbie not getting the Greta Gerwig nomination. I like you, Henry. <laughs> what? Oh. Actually, I kind of, so you like me? 
Cool. I want to see you with no clothes on. Yeah, you want to see me naked around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your clothes off and oh, show me. Oh, fuck. This is a sting from the Honda doll. <laughs> Criminal bull. This SVU unit. <laughs> That's what all this is. This is to catch a predator. <laughs> They're using the Honda doll as bait. You look horrible naked. <laughs> well, you know what, little girl? You're right about one thing. We're talking Honda dolls today, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's Honda doll time. This is a Honda doll redux. Yeah, dude. And the thing about Honda dolls, we're going to get into it, is that Maybe it's not, we're not haunted by the dolls. The dolls might be haunted by us. There you go. There you go. So on today's episode, we're going to be discussing dolls that are inhabited by some sort of spirit or energy, whether it be a dead child, which is the most common, a demon, or, or a general curse imbued within the doll's very fibers. Perhaps not coincidentally, haunted dolls almost always look haunted and are very rarely the sort of regular plastic doll you'd buy at, say, Walmart. Instead, these dolls are usually well-crafted and are often decades, if not centuries old. I find it's a bit of a chicken and the egg about whether or not they look haunted. Because, yes, all of these dolls are creepy. Yeah. When you look at them, for us, quote-unquote, objectively, they are creepy. But are they just creepy because we know that they are haunted and there's weird activity around them? Or, or is it always been that way? Or is the fact that we go into some of these events, right? When you go to approach some of these haunted objects and we're supposed to treat them as if they're highly dangerous, does that then make them creepy because of our, literally, our thought energy? I think dolls are creepy of course. more often than not. I yes. think dolls are, dolls are always creepy. I That's me. I hate craft fairs. <laughs> You see, but I love I love dolls. My mom used to make dolls, right? That was this like one of her. Doesn't surprise me in any way whatsoever. She, she yeah. loves dolls. She loved used to make all of them. She got into like the all of the creepy ones. She liked the old tiny ones. Like my Jackie had a doll that she just called Baby. Mm. That was this like flat. It looked like a butt plug in shape. Okay, <laughs> but it's one of those. And again, creepy factor. I always hate when dolls do this. That it was like, it was, you flip the dress up, right? You look at it, instead of looking at its pussy, you see its sleeping face. You pull the dress down, you see its awake face. Oh. And all dolls that are awake and then asleep, because then the eyes mean there can be no witnesses, when you lay it on its back, that creeps me out. So it had legs growing out of its head? It was, like a, it was like a shapeless blob. Remember, like, the, I love you for Mr. Show? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The spokes uh, thing? Pit-pat. Pit-pat. Yeah. It's pit-pat, but it's got a baby awake face on the top. You flip up its dress, and instead of having a, a, a bottom half, it's just another sleeping head. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like sort of a blob. Like, you remember uh, Harold and the Magic Crayon? No. Yeah, it was a baby with a magic crayon, and it was purple, and it was a children's book. I loved it. Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a, a little blob type thing. Man, my Aunt Patty used to have this fucking doll. It was like Time Out Sally or something oh, yeah. like that. And it had no face. And like its whole thing was you put it in the corner, facing the corner, like it's in Time Out yeah. and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it and, looks like a Blair I hated, Witch. I hated yeah. the fucking doll. Every time I stayed with her, I'm like, get rid of this doll. What are we doing here? <laughs> and then uh, she, I remember one time she put it in my bed. <laughs> I came home like a truck. <laughs> I was in my bed. I was like, he <laughs> Now, according to the book Dolls of the Dead, you're not supposed to call a haunted doll possessed. No. Instead, the book suggests that one uses the term spirit attachment when talking about a haunted doll. PC culture strikes again. Yeah, man. Woke ass <laughs> shit. Yeah, we can't even say the word. We can't say P word anymore. Yeah, fucking Annabelle's a goddamn murderer, and I'm supposed to care about her feelings. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You wanna offend them. Because next thing you know, we're gonna get one star reviews from all these haunted dolls. <laughs> 
By the book's reckoning, most spirits who haunt dolls aren't dark, but they're instead people who have chosen to remain on the earthly plane after death for whatever reason. So this may go some way towards explaining why these spirits usually choose well-constructed dolls that are made from wood or porcelain as opposed to cheap plastic dolls. Well, I actually... I had a really great conversation as a sort of like a consultant because I had a lot of questions. And so I went to the two people that I know that know more about haunted objects than anybody else. That is Greg and Dana Newkirk. And they have a new documentary called The Unbinding, which is all about haunted objects and one specific thing called the crone that is extremely, it's honestly very creepy. Yeah. But they view this very, it's different in a way because they, they have a whole concept about the idea that dolls are haunted by us that we look at a thing and our our trauma essentially is what attaches to this object and then the object is sort of a proje- projects through our mental powers because they have a consciousness centered view of the paranormal basically saying that nothing's objectively haunted it's only when we show up that they become haunted because it's something about consciousness. It's something about, and and especially things that look like us. Yeah. Like it's easy for us to put our trauma through their eyeballs and then they kind of project it back out into a bunch of fucked up shit. Same thing with menarches. It's why when little girls have their periods for the first time Ah. and there's like a massive change in their brain when things start flying around. Yeah. That's logical. That's logical. It makes sense. That's why the Tonka truck never becomes haunted or something. Like we that. don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe something if something really bad happened to you in a Tonka truck. If you gave it eyes, you know, maybe like one of the like the cars guys, you know, I could see <laughs> yeah, one of them. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Mater, Toe Mater be haunted and shit. Because they're like a silent witness to all your crimes. Yeah. <laughs> but as we shall see. Whether it be wood or porcelain, one of the most famous of the modern haunted dolls at least appears to be plastic, and its power is supposedly so great that it can reach through a TV or computer screen to curse anybody who views it. Damn it, Peggy! (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to her later, though. Now, longtime listeners know that we've done an episode on haunted dolls before, but if I remember correctly... I believe that the episode in question was mostly us going through eBay listings of dolls that people claim are haunted. One yes. listing, if I'm correct, claimed that the doll for sale was King of the Warlocks. It's very difficult to claim, but you can just say it. Yeah. You don't need proof. No. And indeed, 12 years later, eBay still has a thriving haunted doll marketplace, which we'll cover later. Right. But because we didn't give haunted dolls their full due, we're going to cover a slew of haunted dolls today. <laughs> Starting with what inspired today's episode. My boy! Robert, the Bobby. haunted doll. Bobby! You guys are fucking up right what at the happened? beginning. You're Why fucking up immediately. What? You can't call him Bobby. You call him Robert or you call him nothing. Robert, I'm sorry. Yes, good. You, Ed? So- sorry, Robert. There are a lot of rules. Robert, the haunted doll, is the soup Nazi of haunted objects. He's very he is, popular. He is very popular. There's a lot of work in there, but if you want to get that muscatani, you're going to have to play by the rules. You guys ever seen Robert? I uh, not in person. No, I've not. had friends see Robert before because it's a Florida dog. Yeah, he's from West Key Coast. West. Yeah, yeah, Key West. Yeah. yeah, and they all say he's fucking terrifying. Oh, it's mm-hmm. very scary. Yeah. Well, Robert the doll was the subject of an entire book by an author of the paranormal named David Sloan, who first met Robert the doll in 1996. Sloan, by the way, makes it a point to say in his book that he was investigating the paranormal before it got popular. Yeah, it was like a total scene back then, but you know, yeah, it's totally different now because back in the day, like Bigfoot would like hang out. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you could fucking talk about Loch Ness would like he just like be there or fucking whatever. You know, you don't have to pay for a meet and greet. <laughs> pre Ghostbusters. Yeah, oh yeah, pre, well more like pre paranormal, except like paranormal, like ghost pre Ghost Bro, like okay. pre Ghost Bro. Because also you remember Dan Aykroyd started Ghostbusters because he was one of us. Yeah, he was a total obsessive with this content, but it was not. It was not popular. Yeah. Have you ever read the original like screenplay to Ghostbusters or, or heard about like the it's original ideas? I just know it was supposed pages. to be Belushi. No. it's uh, Well, yeah, it was supposed yes. to be Belushi, but the original concept, like the original script to Ghostbusters is insane. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome, but it make, it's fucking crazy. I'm going to make that movie. <laughs> Ed Wands. <laughs> Which is honestly, that was probably a good creative choice. The Proton Pack is honestly more fun. It's more iconic. Futuristic. Yeah. Well, author David Sloan became obsessed with Robert the Doll after visiting a man named Daryl Meyer, who owned the house where Robert the Doll had lived for a number of years, mostly in the attic. Now, Meyer was skeptical that a doll could cause any sort of paranormal activity. But when David Sloan asked to see the attic where Robert had spent so many decades, a nearby rotary phone flew off the receiver. And that was one of those things that happened regularly around Robert the Haunted Doll. Yeah. yeah. Well, rotary phone, they shook, you know, it could have, the, the phone could have fell off. That's you know? bad. That's bad wiring. Yeah. It flew though. It shouldn't just be shaken. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the homeowner shrugged it off as if this was something that just happened all the time. But even though he didn't believe in the paranormal, the homeowner still let David Sloan, a total stranger, rummage around in his attic. Sloan found that the room still held several pieces of child-sized furniture, all built for Robert the doll. And that was real. And that was before Robert the Haunted Doll became like publicized or whatever. They mm -hmm. did create a whole area where this doll could just live. Yeah. Now, admittedly, Robert the doll very much looks like a cursed object. Its face is pockmarked and nearly featureless, and it somewhat resembles the prosthetic faces that were given to disfigured soldiers during World War One. It also has the definition of a doll's eyes, lifeless eyes, black, black eyes. eyes. <laughs> so much fun to do. But you know, and I also noticed that... You did a great... Um, Eddie, you oh, actually did some good Google searching right before here, but it is important to remember, we did learn this, when you type in Robert the Sailor doll, you need to include Haunted, haunted. Because yes. if not, it brings up a whole twink universe <laughs> that I didn't know was there. There was a lot of happy trails. Yeah, I mean, he's search. in Key West. Ah, uh, yep, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Robert, Robert the Sailor Doll yeah, out of yeah, Key West. Yeah. I've met that guy. Yeah, lots all right? of roommates, never a girlfriend. Close talker. <laughs> yeah. His belt buckle touched my belt buckle when he hugged me. <laughs> Robert is also surprisingly large. It's child-sized. It's Three feet tall, but only weighs about six pounds. It's a unit. Covering his felt and wire body is a yellowed four-piece sailor suit that replaced his original costume of a pink and green Harlequin outfit that was replete with pom-poms. So he was a cheerleader. No, Harlequin. No, no <laughs> yeah. not pom-poms. Yeah. Little, little tiny pom-poms. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Wibble wobbles. Yeah, yeah. but wibble wobbles. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I <laughs> actually find the sailor costume to be creepier than a Harlequin costume. Oh, easily. Yeah. Because Harlequins, I'm not it, well, phased Harlequin, by. Well, that's, it's hack. Yeah. At, the, at this point. But yeah, a tiny haunted sailor is terrifying. Yeah, because I know a lot of big adult haunted sailors. We lived through Fleet Week many a time in New York City. Oh, yeah. They got a story to tell and they got a boat that doesn't go anywhere. 
(laughs) (laughs) As far as where Robert came from, we know he was crafted in Germany near the turn of the century by the Steiff Company. And it's believed that Robert was an expensive window display piece that was sent to Key West by family that was still living in Germany. When did it get to Key West? Uh, 1900. So it, it could have known Ernest Hemingway. (laughs) <laughs> it was in the same neighborhood He probably spilt a couple of beers on it <laughs> But soon after Robert arrived Dressed in his original clown outfit What if Robert the Sailor Doll Was his inspiration for the guy with no penis In that fucking book it's good, it could be, it's Robert, Robert the Doll has it. no penis Have no. we checked Robert's penis? No it's got no penis They said none yeah, no one. <laughs> they said, they, they would have said. said there was a whole chapter in it on the book. Yes, yeah. there is. That describes every inch of Robert the Haunted Doll. None of it. There's none. There ain't no penis. None is. Quit checking. Quit Not asking. Single. No We're, spaghetti, no weenie. We are going to call the Haunted Doll SVUU unit, sir, if you ask one more question about Robert Genitelli. But soon after Robert arrived dressed in his original clown outfit, those clothes were replaced with its current sailor suit. That suit had once belonged to Robert the Doll's first owner, the long-suffering Gene Otto. No, I'm just blown away. I, I gasped. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> now, at the turn of the century, it was quite normal for boys to play with dolls, so Gene and Robert soon became inseparable. But the nature of Gene's obsession is speculated to have less to do with a child's normal attachment to a beloved toy and more to do with good old-fashioned voodoo. You know, even just the obsession, because that's what they said is that, and this obsession continued throughout Gene Otto's life. Yeah, which we'll get into. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this is a, the, there's something attached to this. He saw something in this doll, and his, that's kind of what they talk about. It's because it's about our relationship with the object. Yeah. It's the, why, what does it mean to us? You know, there are certain objects that, uh, you know, when I was talking with the Newkirks, they talk about, trauma, like I brought it up before, but the idea that like you're in a room where something traumatic has happened to you, your focus was an object while you're in that room while something traumatic is happening to you, and it's like you shoot juju at it, right? You make it filled with this kind of energy. Where something like this is like, if you're really lonely, because that's another one of those like deep, dark, especially when you're a little boy and you don't know what to do, like you, because your emotions are stronger when you're a little kid. Like you're you're a little bit more, maybe you know, you're not more in tune, but you're definitely more vulnerable and sensitive. And the idea of like, you becoming obsessed with this other thing and it's sort of like implanting your personality on it. Oh, I was extraordinarily attached to my uh my little monster uh doll. Yeah. Like the big, the big monster doll? Yeah, my little monster. Yeah, the big big fat one with the long nose and all that. No, I was attached at the hip to that thing. I loved oh, it. Yeah. I love my baby tugs, Care Bear. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah, he was a good guy. Now, do you think Key West, throwing out some theories here. Lots of Haitians in Key West. This is especially back in the day. Yes. Straw market. Mom could have yelled at someone at the straw market. I curse, curse you. Curse the doll. Yes. Well, here's the thing. Concerning that, Gene Otto's grandfather was a doctor named Joseph who had a servant from the Bahamas okay. named William. So it's still West Indies. And William was married to a fellow Bahamanian named Emmeline. Dr. Joseph Otto went blind in his later years and William cared for him until Joseph died from internal injuries after suffering a fall. It was really nice, honestly, their relationship. Yeah. But once Dr. Otto was dead, Thomas Otto, Gene Otto's father, hired William to work as a clerk at his drugstore. Soon after, Thomas Otto began an affair with William's wife, Emily. Oh, yeah. As is evidenced by journal entries written by Gene Otto's mother, Minnie. And also further proven by the fact that Minnie Otto specifically requested not 
to be buried in the Otto family plot after her death. She actually had her name to be changed to the uh, Mini Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) Here, of course, is where the curse comes into play. See, Emmeline gave birth to a child during her affair with Thomas. It was Thomas's child. And this is evidenced by a lawsuit that she filed against the Otto family. Tragically, the child died. And it's said that Emmeline used voodoo to trap her dead child's soul inside Robert the doll. Wow. Yeah, dude. Okay, so yeah. It's It's a lot of, but there's going to be a lot of spite talked about today. Okay, That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Spite is one of the, really powerful emotions mm-hmm. that we have. I mean, that's why, why we're here. It's why we're sitting here today. No, yeah. this whole network has been fueled by spite from the beginning. Yes, <laughs> and it's nice because like it, but you know, it does create problems. You yes. have to be careful because if you're seeking revenge, it ends up coming back on you. And also like, if you put that in someone's head, they're going to, like you said earlier, help it manifest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, this author, David Sloan, speculates is why Jean developed a lifelong attachment to the doll because Jean intuitively sensed that the soul of his dead half-brother was encased within. I mean, it's a big jump, but it is interesting. (laughs) It's a very large jump. The idea that you maybe even as a kid have heard these things. Like, I like to kind of, something along these lines. Um. And I'm going to continue on, even though my mic just cut out. It's definitely not because that I maligned Robert the Haunted Doll. No. Right? No, no, Because I didn't. And I want to say I'm sorry again, (laughs) Robert the Haunted Doll, because that genuinely creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, it genuinely creeped I mean, it's not due to the fact that this Scarlet already has one input that shout out. We just went through a studio move, and these things just don't really last for a long time. And you spit constantly into the microphone. (laughs) It better not be. I I just want to say again, I'm sorry, Robert. And I love you. Uh, but I think there's a practical edge yeah. to this where you could, maybe as a kid, you'd be surprised what kids hear. Yeah. Right. And, of and what they, but so they could, he, he could have heard the story. Right. He could have watched his parents going through this conflict. He knows that somebody's like, that he knows his, maybe about his father's infidelity. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've even said this like through the rumors or other people have told him. And then in a way, it it's still him haunting the doll because he's thinking about his dead half brother. Maybe he thinks about that and he plants that in Robert. The he doll. gave it a vessel. He yeah. Did. I mean, it might even be that he walked in on Emmeline doing some sort of ritual with the doll. I mean, whether or not it's, you know, the, the curse quote unquote curse is real or not. I mean, if a kid sees, he walks in like a, the woman that's married to like his employee, like his dad's employee is doing a voodoo ritual on the doll. Yes. It's going to put something into that doll. And the power of curses is the belief in them. That's right. Now, interestingly, Jean was the one who actually named the doll. And the reasoning behind the choice gives it a bit more of a paranormal oomph. Jean's full name was Robert Jean Otto. And he originally went by the name Robert. But as soon as he received the doll, he demanded to be called Jean instead. So his doll could take his first name. That's the first step towards anthropomorphizing the doll. Yeah. Yeah, this doll is me. I am the doll. Yes. It's very Persona. Yeah. You ever see the movie? Nope. Persona's great. Igmar Bergman. It's yeah. great. It's a lot of like crossfades of two different very scary looking white women's faces. Oh, okay. You'd love it. Yeah. Face off. Face. 
It's nothing like Face Off. No, yeah. <laughs> face Off, okay. I actually... Are you I saying like the Ingmar Bergman movie is nothing like Face Off? <laughs> you could see the inspiration. Yeah. Now, it's rumored that the story of Robert the Doll inspired the Child's Play movies, which gave birth to the foul-mouthed munchkin named Chucky it's that we've all come to know and love boy. over the years. Love you, Chucky. Boy. Love you, Brad Dourif. Yeah, of course. There is, however, no direct evidence for this. I mean, Haunted Dolls, it's just kind of a thing. It's Haunted Dolls. Yeah, yeah, it's, ha- yeah, yeah. yeah it's Haunted Dolls. And he's a serial killer. Yeah. 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 But throughout his childhood, anytime mischief in the Otto household was attributed to Gene, the little boy invariably said, quote, Wobbert did it. Additionally, Gene's parents said that they could sometimes hear two distinctive voices coming from wherever Gene and Robert were playing together. Technically, they probably would have said the same thing about me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I played pretend all the time. But yeah. it's different when it's just like you're going like, oh, Wabba, you're so funny. It's so nice to be around you. And you're like, yeah, kill your fucking parents. <laughs> Let's kill your mother. Let's kill your fucking mother today. You ever play uh, Sharpen the Knife there? <laughs> the most disturbing recurring event was when Gene's parents heard screaming coming from Gene's room in the middle of the night. They'd rush over only to find the little boy struggling to pin Robert the doll to the floor for some unknown reason. It's not good. No. He's trying to join the Navy. <laughs> Eventually, though, Gene grew up, left Robert the doll behind, and moved to Paris. Aww. There, he studied art and met his wife, a concert pianist named Anne. But before long, the couple returned to Key West, where Anne was shocked to find that her husband's childhood doll had its own room in the attic filled with child-sized doll furniture. This is where it really continues the empowering of the doll to be haunted to other people. The mom, Mr. Boy. Hey, no, because the, the word came from Jane. They wanted the happy. The, there was this thing throughout his whole, like, going to be an adult. Go learn. He went to a, the sexiest city in the world. Mm-hmm. He went to Paris. He got boned up. He became an artist. But the whole time, he's like, make sure Robert's comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so the mom set it all up in the attic. And like, can you imagine that? Like, you know, you do love, like, let's say you really were, what's his name from Ace Ventura? Laces out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ray, yeah Finkel, Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel. Like, you love Dan Marino. Yes. So, like, let's say. Julie showed up on your first date and found, and you're like, you guys maybe never got, she hasn't come to your place yet, but then mm-hmm. saw you have a full shrine to Dan Marino where he's Could like hanging out. It's like, <laughs> there's like a mannequin there, and then you got like a fucking fleshlight on his butt. If and I like, had more money, it could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> but she'd have to understand, oh, now I'm also dating Dan Marino. Yeah. yeah. Anne became even more alarmed when her husband's childhood fixation on his doll reignited upon their permanent return to Key West. <laughs> Robert, hi, hi, yeah. yeah, I find it to be cute. Uh, you well, think it's cute? I and, think it's endearing. It's uh, terrifying. If I would have found my, I miss my baby tugs. Yeah. If I wouldn't find baby tugs, I put baby tugs out, and everyone would have to deal with baby tugs being around. But he's gone. I left him in Showbiz Pizza, and he's gone. And I miss him. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, baby tugs. If it just shows back up tonight. Oh I'm going to be really upset. It only, I'd only love it if it was six foot tall. Hey, <laughs> now a man tugs. <laughs> How you doing, daddy? It's me, full grown man tugs. Some fucking dude knocking on your door. Hey, and that. hey, hey tugs. Hey, tuggies, tugs. tugs here. Tugs, come for my share of your wife. <laughs> Now, at first, Gene would just dress Robert in different outfits. He had the sailor suit. He had something he called his pixie suit. And since he was somewhat of an eccentric artist, it 
seems like this is just kind of played off as a quirk. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like Michael Jackson's secret room next to his bedroom that was filled with all the plushy toys. Super quirky. Yeah, yeah super yeah, quirky. Yeah. Funny guy. You know, that yeah. would go off when people got too close. Yeah, yeah. yeah funny guy. <laughs> quirk. But before long, Robert and Gene became once again inseparable. And the hours Gene would spend painting in his studio were always spent in the company of Robert the doll. What do you think, Robert? Oh, yes, it does need more blood. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. <laughs> yeah, he'd prop up Robert near one of the windows. From that point, Gene regressed even further. He curated the entire attic to create a miniature world just for Robert. And when Gene was accused of abusing his wife, uh, he'd say the same thing he'd say as a child when confronted with bad behavior. Robert did it. Wobbit <laughs> did, did it. Well, it's me, Man Tugs. Man Tugs goes in there and he hits his life. Man Tugs goes in there and he'll land his landlord. It's me, Man Tugs. You're getting an outfit. Fly from your grave. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts now so what i've done to do is like so while i'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders. I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Now, by the end of his life, Gene was spending most of his time in the attic talking to Robert. And after his death, his wife said that Robert the doll was actually the only friend that Gene ever truly had. And he really shouldn't have been for how many times Robert the doll hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish he would have said something. So he said Robert did it, but he is Robert. Yeah, yes. he so is Robert. he's kind of admitting to it. It's sort of. Have you ever seen that Anthony Hopkins movie Magic? Dude, it's so good. No. It's a, did you so? Did, did you end yeah, up watching yeah, I've it? Seen it? Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's like it's one of those like forgotten classics where uh, Anthony Hopkins is like sort of a he's a ventriloquist or he's a magician. He wants to be a magician, but he ends up doing this ventriloquist act, and the lines between the doll and the man become blurred. Ah. And it's Anthony Hopkins. He's fucking great. In yeah, it. it's unbelievable. Yeah, he got nominated for a Golden Globe for it. And it just like it's just one of those movies. Just gone, but I uh, found it on uh, Prime the other night. It's on Shutter. Fucking love it. Hell yeah. Interestingly, though, the special treatment of Robert the Doll continued after Gene died in 1974. Gene lived to be 74 years old. Imagine that a 74 year old man in an attic jabbering at a doll. It's a lot. I'm just surprised he can get in the attic. I mean, he'd be, you know, that's what it was his exercise. Mm -hmm. 
When the house was rented out after Gene's death, there was a clause in the lease stating that Robert had to remain in the attic and that no one could use or even enter the space. Two men, however, rented the house and broke the rules. Never break the rules. Never break the rules. No, especially not when it comes to Robert the Doll. Yes. Or any cursed fucking out. Definitely not with Robert the Doll. Just to err on the side of caution. Yeah. Break through break the law. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some things what sometimes what's legal is not right. Yeah. yeah. After hearing noise from the attic on several occasions, bumps and knocks and such, these two men climbed up to investigate. Huh. They only found the creepy three-foot doll sitting in one of its custom-made chairs. We're burning this whole fucking house to the goddamn ground. <laughs> That's if what I go- I'm talking about. Why doesn't anyone stomp this thing to death and burn it? We'll get to that later. Because, okay. again, what do I know? We'll also learn from the unbinding. And just remember this at all times. For oh, This is a big old lesson. If someone says, hey, this thing is cursed, or hey, don't go in this place, or hey, don't take an object from this sacred area and bring it home with you, you never, ever do it. Because you're going to get punished for it. Mm. Never touch it. You're also a visitor. And it's just good respect. Yeah. That's why we didn't bring lava rocks home from uh, Hawaii. Because that also fucking will curse you forever. I found some cool ones. I took pictures. I got them. I can look at it whenever I want. There you go. Well, these two guys left the doll alone as per the terms of their lease. But when they heard the noises again, they went back up to the attic to find that Robert had somehow moved to a different side of the room since the last time they'd been there. Another time, which I think was the last time they went up to the attic, the two men said they heard giggling behind them. They both turned to look for the source of the noise. But when they looked back at Robert, the doll had somehow moved across the room. Now I'm over here! (laughs) Whoa! Could have been raccoons. (laughs) I mean, that's just scary. Raccoons <laughs> giggle. They do? Yep. <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah, have you seen Killer Raccoons too? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, dark plug. instead of dark. Good yeah. plug for Travis Irvine. Yeah, that is nice. <laughs> I, I do, however, I prefer opossums to raccoons. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We all do. Yeah. We all do. Well, in another instance of Robert allegedly abusing a tenant, one guy claimed that the doll managed to lock him in the attic for over a week. It was like, it's just a guy locked himself, accidentally locked himself oh, in the attic. Oh, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> oh, man. This guy blamed everything. He got yellow fever later. He also said that was the doll, too. It yeah, had yeah, to yeah, have yeah. been. <laughs> I missed the toilet when I shit. Oh, <laughs> Robert the doll did it. Oh, no. I got my foot caught in a bucket. <laughs> My own Robert. Why are you making me clumsy? My mom hates me. <laughs> That's Robert did it. Well, the next family to move in happened to have a 10-year-old daughter who actually made friends with Robert, at least at first. One day, she woke up to find Robert sitting on her face as if he was trying to smother her. And decades later, she still maintained that the doll was, in fact, trying to kill her. Cancel him. Yep. It's called a fucking haunted doll. 69. Uh, it's a 10-year-old girl. Uh, it's well, you know, you got better call the police. <laughs> the haunted canceled? doll SUV use unit you're, has to be brought in. Robert, you're canceled. <laughs> Hoping to put an end to the nonsense, the girl's father locked Robert away in a trunk where it lay undisturbed for years. But Robert seemed to have gotten the last laugh. Soon after hiding Robert away, the father died from carbon monoxide poisoning in his car. That, it is weird. Yeah. yeah. It is weird. Lo- they put him away. Locked himself in his own trunk. Yeah, but they do say that th- that is the way to handle it. If you do have a haunted object and you don't really know what the hell to do with it, you put it in a glass case. Like, you wrap it up, you make sure that nobody is, and you put it in a box, 
and you put it away because it really seems that, uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind works for something like this. Mm -hmm. It's Key West. Put it on the raft. Send it, send, it send, send it to Cuba to Fidel Castro. Yes, that could have been a great way to kill him. That's what the CIA should have done. Well, from there, Robert's legend only grew. Some said that Robert's head would move as if it could follow conversations. And even though his face has no points of articulation, it sometimes seems to change expression. Some even claim that when they're in Robert's presence, they feel a sensation like a hot metal bar pressing on their chest. The new Kirk's talked about is that when you walk into this room to see Robert the doll, like you, obviously there's certain rules, like you have to regard it, you have to... We'll get to the rules later. But you, it's interesting because I felt the same way when I went into the Winchester house because it's a place that literally tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people have walked in feeling fear and apprehension about this thing. And there's something about the, they said it's a suffocating atmosphere when you walk in and you see like so much fear is built up in this room. Sadness from the doll. They said it felt an extreme sadness from the thing. And I felt the same thing at Winchester House Hmm. where there was a room in the center of the house that like, again, it's all touristy shit. Same thing with Robert the Haunted Doll. It's like kind of surrounded by a lot of touristy stuff. But when I went in that Winchester house, you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, kind of walk through. Oh, it's cool. You know, all the different rooms. stuff. But when you get into the vault where she hid her, she put her husband's, like Lady Winchester had put a lock of her husband's hair, the deed to the house in this giant walk-in safe. It is 10 to 15 degrees colder in that room. And it does feel like it bums you out. You walked into this, like, it felt like the heart of pure sadness. Mm. And there's something about it. You know, yeah. There's something about like that feeling of like it's been all built up too. Yeah. It's just like psychic energy is built up in the room around this thing. See, I felt it in that room. I felt like a sense of like wonder. See, I, I, it creeped me out. Yeah, That's I, like a, I felt like the hairs at the back of my neck raised up, and I got a lot of hairs. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that could hurt somebody. Yeah, <laughs> so Key West though is like an end of the earth like society, like not like end of the world like as in time, but as in like. You know, at the edge of, you know, where it's people right to, at the end of the people country. People go to hide there. Yeah. You know, they want to never be seen again. They want to go forget about everything. That's like, it's like, honestly, one of the reasons why it was like a good safe haven for gay people for so long. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like crime that came through there. A lot of immigrants coming through Key West. Very similar to Alaska. Yeah, it's another place where people go to disappear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it just, that town has that energy. Yeah. Even if it is a happy drunk place, it has that fucking energy of like we're hiding from something. Yeah. Now eventually, Robert was donated to the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, but the staff was so frightened by the doll that they kept him locked away and covered in a sheet, viewable only by appointment. At the same time though, the house in which Robert had spent so many years remained a hot spot for paranormal activity even after Robert was gone. Besides the aforementioned flying phone, one can experience such classic poltergeist activity as knocking sounds, doors that fly open on their own, and the distinct feeling of being watched. But most telling of all, ghost tourists report that the figure of Robert can sometimes be seen sitting in the same window where Gene Otto placed him so many years before during his fruitless hours of creating paintings that were overshadowed by his obsession with a doll. Humans have been working spiritually with objects since the beginning of time, like since the beginning of modern thought. We talked about this as a kind of like, you know, in the ancient Roman times, in certain areas where like they would believe, they would build an effigy to something, like whether it be a god, a demigod, a spirit, and then they believe that that object 
was the god. And if you wanted to destroy a local small religion, you go steal their god and destroy it. And literally their god is dead and they are left. But it's it's weird. So this stuff actually is a, if there's something to how our consciousness works and diffusing it through, amplifying it through a, a an object that is outside of us. It's something that allows it to, and for some reason, it can create a prism of paranormal activity uh, very easily. The New Kirks are trying to prove that they can do it on their own and and haunt an object wow. by thinking about, like creating a story like a tulpa. Yeah. The same thing. We're creating a thought form, an aggregor that can, can pop off the thing because now like you filled it with pictures from your own mind and human can, your own emotional connections. And then you kind of like, I don't know, for some reason it works as a conduit. Yeah. The ancient Egyptians used to take uh, clay pots. They would make a special kind of clay pot. They would paint the name of the person that they wanted to curse on the clay pot using red paint. And then they'd Sm- take it outside and they'd smash it. Dude, and that, that was is supposed the oldest to kill time. Yeah. Productive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel like to- Tootsie, my dog, has been dead for years. <laughs> you never know. You don't know. <laughs> it is said, however, that Robert is not the only spirit haunting the house. Sometimes guests feel a ghostly female presence, which some believe is Jean's mother, Minnie. And a woman in a wedding dress has been seen walking down the stairs like so many ghosts are wont to do. Stairs are paranormal hot. There's so many ghosts walk downstairs. Transitional areas. Yeah. Liminal spaces. My mom swears that she was pushed down a flight of stairs by a ghost. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a much bigger story than right now. Yeah. <laughs> Most recently, though, in 2003, 80 people gathered at the Robert House for Jean's birthday, and all of them reported seeing a flurry of orbs flying through the house before they scattered either to the sky or the ground. Now, Robert the Doll was finally put on permanent display in 1996 at, as I said, the Fort East Martello Museum. And from reports, electrical malfunctions are the most recurrent phenomenon when it comes to Robert. But it's cameras in particular. Yeah, we've had no around Robert. We've had no problems with the cameras yet. <laughs> just my microphone stopped working for some reason. I mean, there's still the wiring in, <laughs> in Florida. You know, it's, it's, I, it's fine. It's, it's all shanty. It's, it's like popsicle stick. It's creepy popsicle. as fuck, dog. <laughs> it's all fucking driftwood. <laughs> See, when people try to take photos of Robert, conventional cameras don't work. At least not all the time. In some cases, the batteries in digital cameras will drain in Robert's presence, but return to full charge once the owner has left the building. Others reported that entire rolls of film would be ruined except the pictures taken of Robert. And one person claimed that when he developed his film, he found only 24 images of Robert in different positions. That's frightening yeah. if that's real. That's like one of those where that's really strange. Too sexy <laughs> for my shirt. Too, Too sexy <laughs> for my shirt. So sexy I curse you. <laughs> <laughs> From what I can tell, though, the last time Robert was taken out of his box was in the late 90s when restoration was performed on this century-old doll. But they had asked for permission. Yeah. But on the day after he was returned to his case, an employee said he saw small doll-sized footprints in the dust on the floor. That's just shit that's like when dolls do stuff like that, been like, you creepy doll. Yeah. You created. <laughs> I would make the footprints. You yeah. know, like, yeah, I of course. Keep the doll. Yeah, it'd be like, fun yeah. as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got these fucking. Well, just as the employee noticed this anomaly, he heard tip tap tapping coming from Robert's locked case. <laughs> and he noticed that Robert's feet were covered in dust. It's a me. <laughs> he then heard emanating from somewhere in the room a lone, ominous 
giggle. <laughs> no, Robert is, as we've said, it's supposedly quite the vindictive haunted doll, as there are dozens of so-called Dear Robert letters from visitors who have met with misfortune after visiting Robert and slighting him in some way or I'm another. I'm sorry, Robert. Yes. Because of this, there are strict rules when visiting Robert. First, one must not make fun of Robert in any way whatsoever. Not his face, not his clothes. Nothing. I it think looks you. Great. I think you look good. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you. You're one of our boys in the services. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's employed. Yeah. Second, one must address Robert correctly by his full name. You did that. No Robs. No Bobs. No Bobbies. No Berts. You Nothing. did it. You fucked that up immediately. So did you. No, but I was uh, yes, ending him. I'd say he did it first. <laughs> it's his fault. It took so. I never realized Bert. Robert. Wow. <laughs> well, also, I've never met. Yeah, I'm not. I've never met a Bert. They have. Bert. He was a criminal, but never like with the full name Robert. I've only I, ever met Bert as a Bert. I thought our friend Bert from back in uh, Greenpoint. You know, was friends with Andy. You know, also hung out with Andy all the time. These, I think, it's Robert because he was it, the one that told me that Bert was Robert. I thought he was straight up Bert. No shit. I think. Well, think if it's if it's you, then it's Bert. Bert's a shitty thing to call your child. <laughs> yeah, well, Bert. Bert, you choose. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Bert has to be a come out of the pussy, a full grown man mm-hmm. with a can of Pabst. Right, Billy? Like, you can't not be a Bert and not be a hardcore beer drinker yeah. from three on. Now, mm-hmm. Robert's full name is Rob. Is it Robert Jean or no. is it just. Ro- he's just Robert. Robert. He's Robert. just Robert the doll. Got no last name. Yeah, no last name. The haunted doll. Yeah. But lastly, if you absolutely must take a photo of Robert, you have to ask permission before doing so. And I would recommend you do that because the Newkirks actually gave me a good tip on that, too. I would recommend you do that if any haunted object. You always ask permission. But do they ever answer? Yeah, they do it by not cursing you. <laughs> cool. You, you can take the picture until later. Exactly. Yeah. I guess if like a picture frame falls, you take that as a no. That's what yeah, I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, according to some who have broken the rules, they soon after experienced freak accidents, divorces, pet deaths, baggage losses, and mysterious chronic health ailments. And the letters they write to Robert are full of apologies and pleas to remove the curse. Well, there's no direct flights to Key West. You know, like, your <laughs> it's hard. bags it's, are getting I mean, lost. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. The, the, the weather's kind of iffy. Yeah, yeah, what's the nearest airport to Key West? Miami. Miami, Miami? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. There might be a little something in like Isle Marata or something. Yeah, there must be a. There's got to be a private airport. Yeah, probably. I flew when I went to Key West. I flew in the Key West Byway. It's scary as hell. You think you're going right into the ocean. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I took from Fort Lauderdale right in there. It was nice. nice. Oh great. Thanks, Delta. <laughs> <laughs> I love Delta. Well, in one recent letter to Robert, a person claimed that they came down with a sudden serious rash the day after. They failed to ask Robert permission to take a photo. Just after, this person received a message through social media from an unknown account. The message simply said, Robert did it. With a W? No, 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 it's Robert did it. (laughs) Now, the letters are too numerous to go into each and every one, but I do want Henry to read this letter, which has a distinctly Floridian vacation flavor. I'm going to say this right this is a vacation. This is definitely a vacation to Key West. And yeah. also, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this, and this is largely. I'm gonna say I might add some sparkle, but it is 99.9 percent what is written. <laughs> For me and my wife, uh, we went to go see you. I was warned to not take your picture. Uh, I thought it was all mumbo jumbo, so I took your picture without asking permission. You know. 
The next day, I went snorkeling, and I was stung three times by Portuguese man of war. There were about 50 in the water, and I was the only one who got stung. Now, the next day, I had a few drinks, and I came to several hours later in the emergency room getting my arm stitched, handcuffed to a hospital bed. Now, apparently in my blackout, I had wandered away from my hotel room over to another hotel, and I happened to break a window with my elbow. Now, when the cop showed, I ran. And when I was apprehended, <laughs> now this is real, I was speaking, unfortunately, in a Caribbean accent. Now, I don't remember any of this. And this is what I was told by the deputies. That's exactly what the letter says. He was when he was apprehended. He was speaking in a he was blackout speaking in a Caribbean accent. Yeah, definitely a white guy. Oh yeah, yeah very much so. He's but been like know, I did not know. Apparently, sometime in the night, I became Chinanks. Yeah, 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 you get a little loosey goosey in Key West. That's public drinking. Yeah, yeah. man, there oh, yeah. you. And you've seen a lot of like there's man of war everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah, he yeah. doesn't know who got stung and who did. He's running around the beach, but <laughs> you get stung by the man of war. And we're still selling fake. Dreads. This guy is and trying if- not to go to jail and get divorced by writing this letter. He has to. <laughs> She's like, well, you better apologize to Robert the Haunted Doll, and you better get rid of that the two vacation braids you got put into your side hairs because you're a white man. As far as what sort of haunted doll Robert is, it could be said that it's either a cursed doll fueled by the vengeance of a spurn lover or a doll haunted by the spirit of a dead child. Strictly cursed dolls, however, do exist, and they can sometimes bring specific misfortune to anyone who comes into contact with them. Case in point is a doll named Joliet. I will also remember, you know, we're blaming the dolls here. Yeah. We have to think about the people involved. That's right. According to the legend, Joliet is a monkey's paw type of doll that's been passed from expectant mother to expectant mother several times. See, while the doll will bless the woman with the birth of two children guaranteed, the firstborn boy is also guaranteed to die shortly after birth. Is this a good mother? I don't know. The idea that you're going to have, so you at least net out one. Well, only if that one of them is a boy. Say if you have two girls, they're both going to be fine. But if you have a girl and then a boy, then the boy's going to die. But if you have a boy first and then another boy, that first boy's going to die and the second boy's going to live. Stop giving people the doll. It's the doll's (laughs) problem. The doll's named after a person. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I think it's one of those things, like if a woman is having trouble conceiving, like you can receive Joliet the doll and it's like, you shall have two children, but one of them shall, like it's like, you're throwing the dice. Fucking Rumpelstiltskin. Hey, listen, I was actually kind of thinking, instead of involving myself in a, in a centuries-old curse, I'm going to get IVF. <laughs> I'm going to do something else because it seems that us kind of chancing with this inescapable curse might be bad for all of us. Adopt! I also feel like there's no way that the baby that lives is not going to have a fucking cursed life too. Well, once the boy is dead, it's said that the demon that controls Joliet traps the soul of the firstborn boy within the doll's body, hmm. making the toy a sort of soul prison for dead babies. Oh, I didn't know if you, now that you put it that way, yes, that actually <laughs> sounds incredible. But like, how, like, informed is the soul of a baby? No, yeah, babies don't know, know they're in jail. Yeah, babies don't know. Baby, do babies even have souls? I have a theory that a baby doesn't get a soul until, like, a few months in. Yeah, at I least. don't think a baby gets a soul until they're 21 years old. Yeah, <laughs> at least you can't even talk to them until they're 24. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, everybody. Uh, You're an idiot, dude. You, we can't talk to you. You make no sense. We have nothing in common. As far as its origin goes, it's said that it all started with a jealous, angry woman who was unable to have children herself. 
Her close friend, meanwhile, had no problems giving birth whatsoever. Spitting them out. Mm -hmm. And she had a second child on the way soon after her first. Irish twin. So the childless woman crafted Joliet and cursed every stitch that held the doll together so as to imbue the object with a vengeful rage. And lo and behold, when the close friend's second child was born, this one a son, the jealous woman placed Joliet in the crib with him. Three days later, the newborn was mysteriously dead. And supposedly, the grieving mother could still hear crying from her deceased infant's crib, even though the only thing still there was Joliet. Wow. Kill this woman. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't figure out the curse until, like, the, it had to happen a lot before, like, oh, it's the doll. It's the doll that's doing it. Either that or the doll was, I have a theory that the doll was, like, made from asbestos or something. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it's just, like, yeah. Filled with poison. Yeah, just filled with, accidentally filled with poison. And it just happens to kill babies. Yeah. That's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes more sense than the fucking soul prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Soul prison is just hard to quantify. It's hard to see if you can't visit someone yeah. in the soul prison. But. This woman who lost her son still had her first child, a daughter. That daughter grew up and had a child of her own. This child was a boy, her first child. And for some reason, Joliet the doll had stayed in the family and was placed in the newborn boy's crib. A few days later, that baby's dead too. But the second son, who also had Joliet as a bedmate, survived. The cycle continued with mothers passing down the baby-killing doll from generation to generation. Although today, the whereabouts of Joliet are unknown. Honestly, I think it's actually really good for Planned Parenthood to get a hold of Juliet the doll and use a new form of non-invasive abortion. Yeah, yeah. When Trump's talking about <laughs> abortion after nine months, he's talking about Juliet. He's talking about Juliet, <laughs> and he's met Juliet. In another case of a baby's soul being trapped in a doll, we have to go back to Tsarist Russia to the year 1730. Uh-huh. According to the legend, one of the Tsar's mistresses became pregnant, but the child was born hideously deformed. Reacting badly, the czar had the baby burned alive. That is a bad reaction. Yeah. yeah I'd yeah, say yeah. it's knee jerk. <laughs> you know, because you could also, because I believe, I miss it, because I don't think we have it as much anymore. Like, wear a mask. I think it'd be so cool if you got like jacked up, if you got bird jacked up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where's the, the well, there's got to be more masked people, no, like I, big steel mask or a phantom mask or like something like the Cobra Commander style mask. Well, if that's your choice. But I think everyone should be, you know, free, free, free with their deformity. But, yeah. I, or have more fun with your deformity. Ah. Yeah, it's more accepted now, even like from the 90s. Everyone, yeah. no one cares as much. But yeah. be mysterious. You have the option. To be the man in the iron mask, but yeah. out loud. And that's like, we now have a whole show that's about people in masks. And they sing. And we have to guess who they are. <laughs> but if you're just like that all the time, that's fucking cool in a way. Yeah. In I my would, mind. I'm just dressed like Freddy Krueger. That would be awesome. That'd yeah. be cool. Scare people. Mm-hmm. Use it. And so... <laughs> <laughs> and so, the mother crafted a doll named Katya to remember her murdered baby and used the ashes of the child in the porcelain mixture. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And indeed, Katya is terrifying. It has a white porcelain face that seems as if it was purposefully made to look angry. And it has eyes of two different colors. Rob, if you could show Ed Katya for a reaction, I I would appreciate it. I checked out Katya earlier. She's pretty good looking. It was kind of crazy that when you were saying you had a weird coincidence, too. I had a very weird coincidence. I was discussing uh, RuPaul's Drag Race with um, Maddie, who does all of her social media here. Yeah. And... Just as I was writing about Katya, about 30 minutes later, 
Maddie texted me about a contestant on Drag Race named Katya, who's named after the haunted doll. Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, it's doll. coincidence. We, it's, it's fine. It's the one with the cracked head, second one, right? Katya with a J. Katya with a J. It's yes. Russia. Katya. Russia. Katya. Oh, yeah, go. that is not yeah. good looking. I mean, it's old, you know. Well, it's, it's got particularly old. It's got, it's got one bad eye. One no, man, eye. it's got Michael Jackson disease. Yeah, man. The ignorant. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That's how Michael Jackson, that's what he looked like when Tito asked to be cut in. You know, maybe the doll just needs to be, you know, fixed up a little bit. Maybe yeah. it needs a little love. Honestly, hey, again, give, between, it a, give it a new eye. All we have to do is get it between 20 and 25 different plastic surgeries, and then maybe you'll be able to. Mary Lisa Marie Presley, also R.I.P. Very <laughs> yes, sad. Also double R.I.P. Yeah, everybody. You know said. when Michael Jackson, uh, he got burned up in that Pepsi commercial. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, thank God for the people on set because he could have become Freddy Krueger. Oh, he was, <laughs> he was already halfway there. <laughs> he had the hat. And <laughs> That's all we needed. The child molestation. Yeah, yeah. Boom, done. All he needs a sweater. <laughs> now, when the czar learned of this macabre object, he ordered it to be destroyed, just like he ordered the baby to be destroyed. Burn it again. But the mourning mother ah, ah, get it off there. Ah. But the mourning mother told him that if he killed her child again, he would be forever cursed. Erring on the side of caution, the czar decided it wasn't worth the risk. Yeah. And Katya has survived to this day. Or at least a doll that people claim is Katya. Yeah, I keep hearing, it's probably good to not get mess any more bad luck because I hear a lot of people getting angry about not having anything out there. <laughs> They're throwing rutabakas at the stairs. <laughs> now, why not? Now, I know the doll is cursed, but why not? If the doll's killing people, because mm -hmm. basically, if you give a cursed doll to someone, you're cursing them more than you're cursing the doll, That's right? Manslaughter. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> why not second degree manslaughter? Curse the doll in a way where the doll dies. Doll's already not real. Doll can't die. But yeah. if it's running around, it's real. <laughs> if it's running around like Robert, you're calling Robert not real? No. You're going to say anything no, about Robert? No, Robert the Hunter right doll. Sure Robert's not real? Well, I'm, I'm just saying that that doll technically just should be arrested. I don't think you get rid of the doll. It I think the doll, the is doll it? needs to be arrested and put into doll jail, which is a curio cabinet inside of a haunted object collection. Is yeah, what you're, what you're thinking is that we should put laws in place to make living dolls illegal. Yes. Like, if you're a doll that's living, you are an illegal being. I yeah. actually want to fight. So, and then I'm going to then call the ACLU. <laughs> because, just because that dog is, because now the doll is alive. That's a voter. <laughs> that doll's an American citizen and needs to be treated as such and has the same inalienable rights as other citizens of this great country of ours. Oh, Robert is German. Katya is Russian. Yeah, so, well, they can't vote, but we we accept them. Unless the Statue of Liberty's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a, the biggest haunted doll of Could all? Could be a giant haunted doll. <laughs> yes. Definitely <laughs> filled with people. Yeah. Well, a few years ago, a person <laughs> claiming that their doll was the legendary Katya tried selling the doll on eBay, but something went wrong with the listing again and again as if the doll didn't want to be sold. The alleged Katya does still exist somewhere, although I was unable to figure out its location or owner. But if you're able to find it, legend says that if you stare into its eyes for 20 seconds, Katya will blink. And if she blinks, a terrible fate awaits you in the future. 
you get the blinkies. All right, <laughs> so I just thought of a great movie. Okay, we so we round up all these haunted dolls, yeah. you know, all these famous haunted dolls, and we're like, we gotta get rid of these haunted dolls. We don't know what to do. We put them in a spaceship <laughs> and we send them to space. Well, I, and, I, then, I, and, then, I, and then the astronauts are getting haunted by the dolls. Eddie, actually, I, I think this. that's I think that's Puppet Master Five. Yes, really? I'm pretty certain. <laughs> and I picked something like this, literally, like a no planet of haunted dolls. No. <laughs> I said planet of haunted dolls. <laughs> and I mean it. And nothing. Where's Elijah Wood? Yeah. So- <laughs> no. I honestly, he's a fan. Elijah. You got it. We're gonna hear make us. you an astronaut. You're gonna be killed by all these dolls. It's gonna be wonderful. Yeah, it's like Critters 4 meets Puppet Master 3. Yes. Yeah. Meets Apollo 13. <laughs> if we can get Tom Hanks. <laughs> no, wait. Yeah, Critters 4 was Critters in Space. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Critters 3 was Critters in the City with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Wow. I didn't know that. It was one of his first movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let me email him. Yeah. Critters 2, also fantastic. Leonardo DiCaprio at Mindspring.net. from your grave. Now, Katya, Joliet, and Robert are all dolls that allegedly have the souls of babies trapped inside for nefarious or vengeful purposes. Or seem to. Seem to. There are other haunted dolls, however, in which a spirit has chosen to inhabit the object. Much like home. Can I bring up the one that creeps me out the most? And I just want to show Eddie's Okiku. Sure. Okiku, Okiku the doll. There's really nothing much to it. Well, okay. Its hair grows. Okiku the doll is a haunted doll that its hair grows and people regularly cut its hair. No matter how much hair you cut off of the doll, the doll's hair still grows. It's this Japanese. Is like, That's terrifying. Yeah. This is like Cabin in the Woods frightening. Kiku I, looks cool. Okiku Cookie looks fine. Okiku scares the shit out of me. I don't know. I think it's because it's in the ceremonial holding chamber, like that sort of like... It's in a shrine. It's in a shrine. I think we, if you look this up, that thing creeps me the fuck out. Now, I hate that are thing. Are we sure people just don't put more hair in the doll? We have no idea what they do, but they say mm. they, they've cut the hair. They said it is human hair. They say it was born with this. It, it was made with a sort of geisha style cut, look like a bob, but the hair keeps growing on it. That thing creeps me out. I don't like it. Yeah, maybe it doesn't want bangs. I just go like, uh, maybe it's like, hey, let me grow this out. I want back. I'm sick of these bangs. How many times do I have to tell you I want the Rachel? (laughs) Well, the most famous example of a doll being haunted by a spirit is, of course, Annabelle. And even though we just talked about all kinds of wacky, unbelievable shit, I'm always reticent to talk about anything involving Ed and Lorraine Warren yes. because they were proven scam artists who were only in the paranormal investigation game to push a scaremongering fundamentalist Christian agenda. That's the problem, as they truly are. And also the Pittsburgh erasure of hiring Patrick Wilson to play <laughs> Ed Warren. Because <laughs> if you look at Ed Warren, Piggy Boy, he looks like a Pittsburgh man through and through. He looks like a Steelers defensive coach. He's not supposed to be. Dan Marino's Patrick. from Pittsburgh. And he's but very attractive. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's very attractive. Patrick Wilson plays this man in the films. If you bring it up, he looks, he's got a, he's got a Mr. Magoo style yeah. about him. He's he's quite piggy. That's yes. I, 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 what I call him is I call him a real hog. Yeah, yeah. he's just got, he's got, I mean, he's got he sensuous looks like he has lips. He neck on his neck. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy. Style icon, though. I like the chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it yeah, was yeah. good. Yeah, but they were scam artists, and their whole thing is that they wanted to scare people into being Christians by saying the demons are real again and again and again. We found demons. We have a whole basement full of demons. Demons are everywhere. Be scared. Be Christian. Yes. yes. Now, I thought that Robert was Annabelle. No. No. 
No, okay. the old guys are all separate characters. Annabelle's the a plot of Conjuring Two, I believe. No, that's uh, Annabelle so not, had its own had its oh, own it has movie. Its own thing, but yeah. I thought it had a spinoff. From it was Conjuring at the Two. end of the first Conjuring movie, right? That's when they teased Annabelle, and yeah. then Annabelle had three movies, I think. Yeah, I think so. I love the Annabelle. Annabelle. Two is better than Annabelle One. I think Annabelle Origins. Yeah, Annabelle Origins. Yeah, fun. Annabelle Origins is really fun. But nevertheless, the- Annabelle Orgy is worse. No, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> but nevertheless, the broad strokes of Annabelle is that it was a raggedy Ann doll that was supposedly inhabited by a demon who was on its way to possessing the woman who owned it. But this woman was saved from this terrible fate when the Warrens swooped in and took Annabelle back to their haunted curio cabinet. Supposedly, as the warnings tell it, their car ride home from the house where Annabelle was found was full of fail breaks and near crashes, and it was only when Ed pulled out his black bag of magic tricks and doused the doll with holy water that it finally stopped trying to kill them. That's one of those things that's always, like, that's where we take the consciousness out of haunting and where they're dead-ass wrong. Because there are certain things of, like, why would it necessarily... I know you believe everything's a demon. That's their thing, is that yeah. everything's a demon, so it would respond to holy water. But, you know, you never really know. If it does have something attached to it, why would they necessarily find holy uh, images to be offensive? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something else entirely. I don't know. I think the warrants are full of shit. They are. Yeah. Uh, but after they got it home, Annabelle was then put in its famous warning positively do not open case and has remained there ever since. For me, though... A far more interesting haunted doll tale is a modern one involving an entity named Peggy. Damn it, Peggy! <laughs> <laughs> now here, if you're just looking upon Jessica, you, Eddie, you just did it. Yeah. You looked upon Peggy the doll. There's an image of Peggy the doll here like in our mind. She looks like Betty right? White. Actually, yes, she does look like Betty she White. She does. And now maybe that's where she went. Yeah. I mean, that's what we heard from Peggy lately. Does she like animals now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> Peggy, the, Peggy the doll curses you. See, I really... The second you look upon it. I really don't like Peggy. Peggy yeah. doesn't bother me. I Peggy don't, just I don't looks like, like a fucking, you know, evangelical. People yeah. get uh, heart attacks. They talk about feeling pressure in their brains. Mm-hmm. The people have seizures looking at Peggy the doll. People yeah, we'll, are like, we'll get all the Peggy stuff here in a minute. Yeah. See, about 10 years ago, a British paranormal investigator named Jane Harris got a frantic email from a woman who'd bought a doll named Peggy at a yard sale. Somewhat large, Peggy has a blonde bob, blue eyes, and an unnervingly long neck. Super long neck. The buyer, known only as JW, said that they hadn't gotten a wink of sleep since buying the doll because the figure of a dark woman would stand at the foot of her bed every night. It's fucking sweet. Now, supposedly, Peggy the doll is inhabited not by the spirit of a child, but a woman from London who was born in the mid-40s and died from a respiratory illness of some sort. Had bad asthma. (laughs) I think she looks like a baker. Maybe got, you know, maybe the woman died from having too much flour down her throat. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah, that's Bake Off. That's like, going up for haunted dolls? <laughs> yeah, Peggy would kill it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody gets it. It is not, however, known at all why this spirit inhabits this doll, because the dozens of seances done with Peggy have revealed nothing about its origins. It's all guesswork here. Now, the woman who originally bought Peggy wanted nothing more than to just get rid of the thing. But that's what puzzles me about these dolls. You brought this up earlier. From what I can tell... Nobody just burns the goddamn thing or just throws it in the trash. The owners seem to have a compulsion to either keep the cursed object or give it to someone else to deal with. There's some kind of power that prevents them from destroying it. There's I have a couple explanations. One is, in general, the New Kirks talked about this that that I thought was really interesting is that they, they view haunted objects as like when they receive them for their museum, they view them as a blank slate. They want to treat it with a blank slate. But 
they also want to honor the fact that you are arriving and saying, this thing scares the fuck out of me. I don't know what's going on with this thing. This thing's alive. So they want to treat you with respect and believing you and your story. So I think that's part of it is that you like, okay, this thing's freaking you out. Yeah. You're obviously, you're so freaked out. You think it's alive. There's something attached to this thing or whatever you think you're attached to this thing. And so at least I'm going to validate you and I'm going to take this and not destroy it. And I feel like that's one thing is that people feel this thing and then they don't, they don't want to transgress because right? they do think it's alive. And then two, what does every single piece of pop culture tell us not to do? Destroy the cursed object. Yeah, because the movie would be over. Yes. <laughs> true. It's very funny. But also, I think that this is about collective unconscious. And it's about our already, our attachment, right? We are idolatrous in nature. Mm -hmm. We like objects. We treat objects as sacred. We use we use them as, as kind of extensions of our spiritual beliefs all the fucking time. I think that that, that is a part of our, like, DNA memory. Mm -hmm. Is that, like, if something's really fucking scary, you fucking bury it. You don't destroy it. Because it seems like all that does is fucking, like, an atomic bomb fucking spread it out into the fucking air. But you're going to burn this thing. But you you know. And now you're carrying that out with you. And then you have this idea everywhere you go. I'm a cursed man. I cur I destroyed this cursed object. And whether or not the curse is objectively real, yeah. you are putting yourself in a cursed frame of See, mind. why not feel like you're a fucking badass who killed the goddamn demon? Because that's not how, because by force, again, it's just every single... He doesn't have an answer to that. There is none. Because <laughs> well, there is none. I mean it. I think that it's because it's just, it's bad form. Yeah. I mean, it also, I mean, going back to what you were saying about imagining that the object is alive, it could be that these people, like, have an aversion to murder. Yeah. That they do see, like, there's something in this doll that is some sort of human-like entity, and if I destroy the doll, then I am I'm killing, killing someone. Yeah. No, it's always bad when someone has a haunted gun. It's just like, it's <laughs> Man, my gun is haunted. shoot this thing and kill somebody. The only thing that this gun seems to want is to kill and kill and kill. <laughs> now, that's the movie you should be pitching. I love the, that. The haunted, haunted gun. gun. Jerry the Haunted Gun. Yeah. <laughs> I sure wish you could use me for something else. <laughs> Try to use me as a spatula. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem to work. You ever try to brush your teeth with me? <laughs> <laughs> now, when JW met paranormal investigator Jane Harris to make the handoff of Peggy the Haunted Doll, the former owner was visibly shaking and appeared to be suppressing the urge to cry and scream at the same time. But the handoff was made nevertheless, and the second Jane took possession of Peggy, her body reacted. As Jane put it, her ears began ringing and buzzing as if a radio transmission was being fed through her skull. This was followed by panic and a complete numbness of the head. This lasted for about a minute, and yet Jane still took the doll and put it in her car. Possibly, as a paranormal investigator, I think Jane may have sensed a jackpot. Oh, yeah, because you are here morbidly curious. Yeah. And the idea of like, no, she, yeah. That's what she's there for. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's holding me like, yeah. yes. Yeah. But just as Jane and her husband were about to drive away, JW gave them a classic horror movie warning. She said, quote, That doll nearly ruined my life. I want to forget it ever existed. Well, I hope God protects you all. Don't want to get that. She hits a flask. I don't want that. You know what I mean? Like that's like it's hard because it puts you again, cursed frame of mind. 
Now, once they got the doll home, Jane and Simon put Peggy in a sealed glass cabinet and began a full modern paranormal investigation. Because this is like 2007, I think, to yeah. maybe 2014. Oh, so this is new. This yeah, is this, new. Is, this is new. Yeah. They use night vision, motion detectors, temperature gauges, EMF meters, and spirit boxes. You know what a spirit box is? It's a box that has a spirit in it? Nope. nope. God, it's fucking ass. <laughs> Woo! Fuck it. Yeah. Got you. Oh, 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 oh cool. It's We're a, cool. It's a yeah. vagina with a spirit. <laughs> no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it is a machine that uh, basically it randomly goes through AM and FM radio broadcasting lines or like in through signals. And then the, the idea is that you speak at it and then it will spit out words that are spit chosen by in swish, 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 air quotes that are chosen by some either an entity you're talking to or an intelligence like a ghost or it's a Furby. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Furby. It's a piece of material. It actually costs like a hundred bucks. No, I have one. No, it goes, oh, it, you do? It'll, yeah. go, it'll go through all the AM radio station you hear and you hear like, because it goes through it pretty quickly. Yeah. And you listen for, you know, you listen for it to come and give you answers. It's more, it's more organized DVP. Mm-hmm. $84? Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> for, a, for a spirit box, you can spend $84 oh, yeah. on it a, a PSB77 health- spirit box uh, on Amazon. There yeah. is a healthy ghost hunting economy out there. Oh, yeah. 104.1, that's a classic rock station. Yep. Oh, and it really is 104.1, the bear. <laughs> I mean, Robert the Doll keeps asking to get the lead out. <laughs> Actually, I think 104.1 was the classic radio station when I grew up. Either that was 102.7. Oh, ba- it, but it was the bear. The bear. Way. Yeah. Yeah. The bear. What was your what animal was your classic radio station? Gator. Are you uh, kidding me? Ninety-eight point uh, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I had K. I had K Rock ninety-two-three. Yeah. yeah, and that was nice. But it, it didn't have a an animal attached to it. No, no, it was cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, six weeks after Jane came into possession of the doll, she began suffering from migraines, fatigue, nausea, and dizziness. She was barely able to walk, and yet medical science could find nothing wrong. The only thing that had changed in her life was the presence of Peggy, which sounds like a terrible piece of softcore pornography. Yes, the presence of Peggy brought on the boner of Greg. (laughs) 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 Now, (laughs) I was was about to make a tasteless pegging joke. No, 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 no. 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 The presence of Peggy, the talking peg stick, is again a controversial Pixar film. Yes. <laughs> now, since the scientific paranormal investigations using instruments had turned up nothing, Jane figured that a seance was the next step. But when she contacted her go-to psychic, a friend named Hazel Myers, the psychic dragged her feet, seemingly afraid to even approach the doll. I, that's the type of stuff. That's one of my favorite now new. That's like more new horror movies. My favorite is like it started with Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm, they yeah. did that the best when the psychic shows up and goes, nope. And then just like <laughs> leaves immediately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not for more money, though. No. <laughs> I would never do it for more money. I am getting this message from Abraham Chase Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> so Jane reached out to another psychic named Patricia Redmond. But when Jane arrived to her appointment, Redmond said that she couldn't read for Jane that day because the energy in the room was so heavy, it was giving her a headache. She also passed off Peggy. Finally, though, the first psychic, Hazel Myers, took Peggy the doll out of Jane's house for a few days so Jane could get a reprieve from the so-called dark energies. And supposedly, Jane's health returned to normal soon after the doll left the house. 
while Peggy was in Hazel's care, a spell of psychic projection was cast around Jane and her family to protect them. And after Peggy was returned to Jane, the adverse health effects stayed away. And the spell supposedly works to this day. It's the power of perception. And I think that's the, why, you know, like I feel like when you guys, if you do end up watching The Unbinding, it's very similar to Hellier because they do mix the concept of ritual magic with us, scientific exploration of these ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's why it works really well for them is because it's all about your fucking mindset. It's really about how you approach these things. It's like if you believe this thing is like atomic. Like it's radiating negative energy, maybe, and you believe that the way to get yourself out of it, which is what we talk about with possessions too, it's why it happens. To people that believe like in a really intense Orthodox version of a religion is that well, the only way to get them out of it is the relig- they religious their way into it. We got to religion their way out of it, yeah. and use the same thing. So like, all right, if you do believe that this thing's got nasty vibes, it's making you sick, I will then make a thing that reverses the nasty vibes that allows you to believe that you have reversed the nasty vibes and. And the problem has been fixed. The human brain is extraordinarily powerful when it comes to convincing yourself something. Like the human brain does have like quite a bit of control over the body. But just because it's in your head doesn't mean it's not necessarily real if it's all etheric. Ah, but what is real? Exactly, bro. I know, bro. Fucking bro. Yeah. Because that's the thing. (laughs) Think about this. Okay. Batman exists, but he is not real. Or... Is Batman not real, but he does exist? Batman exists. Batman exists. He's real and he exists. Yes. But not in the sense that there is a Batman out there. But Batman is real. But Batman is real. It's a character written by something. Exactly. But enough Batman has been around that Batman is like considered. It's a vigilante. Is it detective? I'm just saying. (laughs) Batman is a concept we take seriously as if it is real. As if it is real. Yeah. Do people think that Batman's real? We spend, <laughs> they spent hundreds of millions of dollars making a Batman movie. Yeah, but it's a movie. It's Batman. <laughs> He's as real as Baby Tugs. A man <laughs> arrives to a place and drives. Baby Tugs was real. It's Man Tugs you got to work out for. No. Because again, Man Tugs is actually a really good example of like the fact that Robert Pattinson did arrive to a set. Yeah. He was Batman. For a period of time. He put a suit on every day. He yeah. arrived. He talked like Batman. He drove the Bat car. He fucking talked to Alfred. That was for the that time period, Batman was real. Because he a lot of people were making Catwoman on top of the car, apparently. Exactly. Nice. Which is wow. fucking cool. That's fucking the way you do that. Yeah. That's yeah. what you do is number one. During COVID. <laughs> That's irresponsible. <laughs> well, the spell that Hazel the Psychic put over Peggy's family does not cover anyone else. And people genuinely believe that the curse of Peggy the doll can reach out through a JPEG on the internet to affect their health in minor and major ways. See, when the first photo of Peggy the doll went public in February of 2015, Jane claimed that she received almost 100 messages within 48 hours from people claiming that the photo she posted of Peggy either made them feel sick or just otherwise kind of weird. And that's where in the uh, video footage of last podcast and left, we're going to put it right here. (laughs) (laughs) One person even claimed that their dog had a seizure after watching a video of Peggy that Jane posted. And I got to admit, like whether, I don't know if it's psychosomatic or not. I get a little, when I look at pictures of Peggy, I get a little queasy. It creeps me out. If I look at the, yeah, if I look, if I watch the videos, like my stomach just kind of, it just feels 
So, like, it makes me feel weird. This shit all freaks me out. All hundred dollars freak me out. I was totally unaffected by the, the sight of Peggy, personally. Yeah. But I do have a call with my doctor in a little bit, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> you've got mouth ass syndrome. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it, it, it's person to person. Because while Henry was, like, super creeped out by the Winchester house, mm-hmm. I loved the Winchester well, house. I'm sorry, I yeah. loved it. But, yeah. I, but I loved it as like an object of like wonder. I didn't feel sadness in that room. Like I felt like the wonder of everyone who would walk through that house and like seeing this architectural like masterpiece or yeah. I mean, or experiment. architectural experiment, I guess is what you would call it. Uh, like, so, you know, we all react to different objects, different paranormal places. It's, it does kind of go back to the, you know, the thing that the Newkirk's talking about. It's like, it's what you bring to it. It's yeah. what your, it's your head is the thing that makes the thing haunted. I'll tell you what, if I ever went back to my Aunt Patty's old house, like where like all the shit was crazy where my mom thought she was pushed down the stairs. Dude, we should I'd do be, a, I'd be fucking terrified. We should yeah. do a full ghost hunt. I mean, we'll have to talk to the people who live on Bachelor Ave, but we'll find out. <laughs> you think that we could get it in there? It was called Bachelor Avenue. Yeah, we yeah, could yeah, hold, yeah, yeah. we could do a full Jersey weekend. We could go get pork roll. We I could do it. exactly what I've been trying to Taylor get us Ham, to do. Please. But you know what I mean? We could get out there. <laughs> we could fucking finally Great do. Brazilian food. But a oh. haunted diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh. We're this close. It's not bad. Diners, drive-ins, and dies. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Fuck you, Guy Fieri. <laughs> no, we love him. We love him. Well, others took the claim of Peggy's power to the highest level. It goes way beyond queasiness for some people. Mm-hmm. The worst outcome befell a Scottish woman named Katrin Redick, who claimed that she had a heart attack within an hour of looking at Peggy the doll's picture. It had nothing to do with the pie full of blood that she was eating. <laughs> no! <laughs> That's iron! <laughs> Interestingly, though, many of the messages that Jane got said that the cross that had been placed on the necklace around Peggy's neck was actually making the spirit angry. And the longer the cross was around her neck, the more trouble Peggy was going to cause. It showed in the New Kirk of the Unbinding documentaries, they saw this, they basically put it in their, their little museum area in their office, and this object, like they, they walked away, and the, one of the first signs of the haunting was that they heard a pump, like a noise in the office, and they came in, and there was a crucifix hanging above where the doll was, where they, this and this like little totem was laying and somehow the Jesus from the crucifix was popped off with its arms still attached to it. They don't know how you would literally have to yank it off to pull it off. And the Jesus was laying in the center Weird. of the room. And the cross was still on the yes. wall. Wow. See, what did demons like crosses? Because the cross is what killed Jesus. You'd think so. You'd think so. Yeah. yeah. We got to talk to these demons. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, hey, we got to get into this. Well, this is not, however, because Peggy was inhabited by a demon. Instead, some went big and suggested that the spirit inside Peggy was not a Londoner, but a Holocaust victim. Whoa. And putting a Christian cross around her neck was offensive to her Jewish heritage. Wow. They already survived the Holocaust, or they didn't survive the Holocaust. I don't know if a cross would make it that upset. You know what I mean? It'd be more like if it was a an iron cross. Yeah. Yeah, that would be different. <laughs> that would be very, yeah. but, but still, they said, like, I'm not Christian. I'm yeah. Jewish. Don't, yeah. be, don't be pushing your Christianity on What me. are we doing here? Fucking hey. <laughs> Eventually, though, Peggy and Hazel began performing seances to communicate with the spirit using a pendulum and a talking board, which is similar to using a Ouija board, but not quite quite the same thing. Same same mechanism, different device. Yeah, the biggest difference is that a pendulum is used by a single person, while a Ouija board is a group activity with a planchette. Yeah, made by the Parker Brothers. Yeah. yeah yes. Well, you should go, I mean, we did a whole thing on the Ouija. Well, I'll give you a book. Thank you. Yeah, but in the end, both pretty much work the same way, answering yes or no or spelling out words. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, though, in her book about Peggy the Doll, called Peggy the Doll, Jane Harris transcribed both the psychic's questions and Peggy's answers from one of their most fruitful seances. 
I would like the two of you to now recreate this seance with Ed in the part of Hazel the Psychic and Henry playing Peggy the Doll. Let me, let me prepare. <laughs> you gotta give it a different voice than Robert, though. <laughs> yes. Yes. Peggy? Yes. Peggy? Peggy? Are you there? Yes. Do you fear crossing over into the light? No fear. Next. Are you happy communicating with us? Happy. More. Peggy, were, were you responsible for the recent health problem? No. Are you aware of the lady we mean? Katrin Redick? Yes. <laughs> Weak. What do you mean, Peggy? Take care. Hot. Help. Oh, you were trying to help? Yes. Do you feel you have a purpose here? Yes. I know. What do you know? Too much for me. It's too much for all of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn it, Peggy. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey get married. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> Now, at that point in the seance, for whatever reason, the priest who'd been invited butted in and told Peggy that she needed to respect his church. You need it. God damn it, Peggy. I need you to fucking think about Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but he also asked for clarity on how he could help. Peggy, of course, left the seance soon after. I'm not going to deal with this bullshit. But she returned with a cryptic message. After the group asked if Peggy needed their help moving on, she said no. There was a pause. Then Peggy said, tell them. When Jane asked, tell them what? Peggy said, all. And with that, the spirit departed. Nice. Cool. Cryptic? So tell them everything? All. I well, I don't know. All? Who knows? It's up to you. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it doesn't. <laughs> middles on middles on middles on middles. Uh, we're listening to the doll. Yeah. Okay. At this point, yeah, we you're can't listening really, to a doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we can't like yeah. You can't talk about it not making sense or not because we're, we're talking. We're in a room with a man dressed up like a, a fucking X Men for Jesus Christ, and we've <laughs> yeah. got a fucking doll there, and we're talking at it like it's this weird. is why I hate possession movies because they just all end with people yelling at the possessed thing, and it just gets annoyed back to hell. Yes. <laughs> well, it never really works like that. A lot of times they end up starving them to death. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that does happen sometimes. Yeah, there. I mean, there's this. My my favorite book on possession is called Hostage to the Devil. It's written by this uh, priest who lies a lot. Uh, but he has like five possession stories that are all like incredible, really scary, really weird. Uh, and it. I mean, it's a lot of annoying to death, but it's also you know just strange shit. Like a guy like it does astral projection, but while his soul is out of his body, the demon inhabits the body. And when he comes back, he has to share the body with the demon, and then Malachi has to come and go. Yep, yep. Get out of here. That's insidious. Interesting. Yeah. Man, that is insidious. Yeah. <clears throat> insidious, which is basically scary Beetlejuice. <laughs> In a way, yeah. <laughs> now, after the seance, Jane continued her investigation of Peggy the doll. But one day, she got a call from ghost bro number one, Zach Baggins, who wanted to feature Peggy the doll on his show, Deadly Possessions. What's funny about Zach Baggins, too, is that he is actually deathly afraid of dolls. <laughs> he is scared of dolls. Yeah, I mean, he said while filming the segment, it was the most uncomfortable he'd ever been in his 17 years of dealing with the paranormal. And one of the production staff suffered a stroke shortly after being in Peggy's presence. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. It's fun because... They bring it's I love all the I love all of this shit. I'm a sucker. I love all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Jane comes in with Peggy 
and Peggy's got a bag over her head, right? Because they don't want to look at it. And they yeah. put Jay Peggy in a chair next to it. And Zach Baggins is just like, okay, what is it? He's like, and he does his like, so why does the doll have a bag on his head? And she's like, because, oh, you got to say that when the doll looks into your eyes, you got to be cursed immediately. And it's like, well, I guess we got to get that bag off its head. <laughs> You know, like so ready to do it, and then they like whip the bag off its head, and it's just all like. But then it is weird because then look, one of the cameras shut down. Back it. I'm like, <laughs> why are we here? Well, not too long after the filming, a trainee paranormal investigator named Olivia Taylor was participating in a vigil in another attempt to contact the spirit within Peggy. But just as the EMF meter finally went off after six hours, Olivia felt a tingling down her arm. And a sharp pain in her head. That was one of the creepiest things from the unbinding is that when they showed, they put the EMF reader next to the thing and it fucking spikes. It was mm -hmm. fucking weird. The next thing this girl knew, she was surrounded by paramedics having also suffered a stroke. Likewise, viewers took to Twitter immediately after the Deadly Possessions episode aired. Some claimed they had to go to the hospital because of severe pains. And one person even said that his mother had an aneurysm during the seance scene. Eventually, Zach Baggins took possession of Peggy. And as per a press release from 2017, she was at least at one time on display in Zach's Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. Hey, man, that's all I want. A residency. Yeah, no. <laughs> Las Vegas. Yeah, buddy. Can you imagine us in the museum in a cage? You know what I mean? And just being like every every half an hour as the door comes through. We go like, come, ass. You know, like, like look. The paranormal Will you, podcast. you uh, hit up the dispensary for me? Yeah. <laughs> knock, 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 knock. What's outside like? Now, obviously, there are plenty of haunted dolls out there with plenty of evil stories. We could do this three more times. There's so Peggy's in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Peggy's in Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peggy's in Vegas in a creepy little display case it's built awesome. just for her. It's awesome. Yeah, you got Sargamos, yeah. uh, which is supposedly possessed by an ancient Sumerian demon by the same name. It's my fucking boy, That's Sargamos. Cool. Also, he ran one of my favorite halal carts uh, <laughs> right outside of my work. In, uh, New <laughs> Both, always. Both. There's also the shadow doll, supposedly made from human bones Very cool. and used in satanic rituals. Yeah, dog. Yeah, the shadow doll doll supposedly scares you to death in your sleep or it haunts your dreams for years if you take its picture without permission like sean penn <laughs> <laughs> have you ever made a doll out of bones no you have all these bones you should make a doll i've never made a doll i like my bones to be free i want and, to... and i just like the bones themselves yeah. i have an idea i, I don't think... want to hide the bones under in a doll we should get our own doll and try to make it haunted here in the studio fill it with bones fill it. i got a tooth at home, when they took my tooth, I kept it. And we could put my tooth in the doll, see if that yeah, works. You wouldn't want to do that, actually, because then it bonds it to you. Yeah. And then it becomes like a voodoo doll for you. Yeah. And then I could torture that thing, and every time I'm mad at you. I don't have a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> but in the more innocent realm, though, there's a doll from Australia, adorably named Letta Me Out. It's very cute. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly, the it's, a, it's a scary looking doll. It's scary looking. Yeah. Supposedly, the doll got its name after its owner found it in the crawl space of an abandoned farmhouse. It's just like, all right, buddy, <laughs> yeah. that's what we want to do. He put it in his sack and on the way home, the sack moved. And so the owner and his brother were in the car. They gave it a funny voice saying, let him me out. Let, let him me out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like funny, you know, yeah. but then it looks like this. And it's actually very frightening. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Letting me out isn't as dangerous as Peggy or even 
and robber, but he is among the creepiest looking haunted dolls out there. And that's like made creepy. That's not, uh, I like, you know what I like about this type of creepy doll is that, you know, Hollywood, they overproduce everything. The Annabelle looks so fucking stupid in Annabelle movies. I yeah. hate when they overproduce a creepy doll. That's how. The letting me out doll is exactly how you make something creepy without fucking, you know, putting a hat on a hat on a hat. It does look like an English prisoner. It yeah. does. I'd say it looks like a rapacious pirate captain. It, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and supposedly, it's haunted by the spirit of a young boy that drowned to death. And the doll's supposed to resemble the boy in some way, but it looks like a 40-year-old man. Yeah, That's it looks what, like the boy is a man. Boys yeah. are different. That's man talk. <laughs> the doll can be reliably aged back to at least 200 years. They analyze the nails wow. used to make the doll. And while no one is exactly sure why it was being kept in a crawl space in an abandoned farmhouse, it's estimated that it sat there collecting dust for about 60 years. Yeah, dude. Wow. But regardless of why it was hidden, letting me out is similar to Robert in the way that its owner, Carrie Walton, seemed unable to part with it no matter how much money he was offered. At one point, someone tried giving him 10 grand for letting me out, but Walton found himself unable to make the transaction when it came time for the handoff. There's something about a personal relationship between you and the thing. There yeah. is really, there's, that's what I really mean. Instead of destroying it, it's because you do become to believe that it's fucking alive. You don't yeah. think he was trying to get an extra five grand? I mean, he would have got it. Yeah, he would have got it because like he would he would meet up with people like, you know, they'd say, hey, I'll give you 10 grand, I'll give you three grand, whatever. And he'd say, okay, I'm fine. This time I'm finally doing it. And he'd show up and he'd about to, they were about to do the trade, 10 grand for the doll. And he'd just go, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't uh, do it. And then he'd take the doll back home. Finders keepers. Yeah. Now, the location where Letting Me Out was found was already haunted, which was why Carrie Walton was there in the first place. It was said that one could see the ghost of an old man dragging a sack full of heads out in front of the house on spooky nights. And during that investigation, Carrie and his brother found Letting Me Out. Once Carrie got home with the doll, which his entire family Hate it. It's creepy. I'd be yeah. furious if someone came home with this fucking thing. <laughs> you wait, buddy. Oh, man, this We're is fun. We're not living together again. I want to do <laughs> Think about our divorces. <laughs> and how nice and how fun that'll be, Eddie. <laughs> well, Carrie found that letting me out moved about rooms on its own. It made people feel sick or lightheaded when in its presence, and it caused dogs to go berserk. But other than that, letting me out is... Um, I mean, you can see a picture here. I mean, but there's a picture of letting me out next like, to a bunch of Fosters. Yeah, yeah they're like, drinking at a bar. Yeah, he's drinking yeah. at a bar. Now he's a pretty cute. I mean, as far as they go, he he's the creepiest looking, but I think also the most harmless. You know why? Yeah. He's Australian. You think so? They're very friendly people. They're friendly. Yeah. They're fun loving. Even their haunted stuff is like, I but you still keep it, drink a couple bass with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, they nothing. They literally would like. They're having beers with it. That's yeah, just how they live. Australia. Yeah. Let's invite him to the show. I love, can we get, actually, could someone bring? A, yeah, if someone, whoever, let's talk to these guys. Let's get the haunted doll at the fucking show. SideSourceLPOTL at gmail.com. Can we get Let Me Out at we'll our show? Them. Full VIP access? Full you VIP. Access to like 1,500 souls. We're going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Now, all this begs the question as to why someone would actually want a haunted doll in their house, considering how much trouble they cause. It's cool. Well, that's the thing. Both eBay and Etsy are filled with listings for haunted dolls, and those sales skyrocketed after the release of the Annabelle movie in 2017. It's leveled off, though. Now, instead of just saying, hey, this doll is haunted, the sellers of these cursed objects sometimes claim to go through an arduous authentication process to ensure the doll they're selling is indeed haunted. 
Mostly, they use the more scientific equipment, the EVP recorders, the K2 EMF meters, and the ever-present PSB7, the spirit box. Sure. Mm -hmm. To add legitimacy, the listings will often be accompanied by videos of EVP meters lighting up when they're held next to the doll. But of course, each of these sellers have different methods. And one seller in particular outlined his process top to bottom. Because EVP, well, EVP is interesting. EVP is, um, it would be an EMF meter. Because an EVP is the electronic voice, voice. projection. Pro- yeah. That is like yeah. when you talk and you like record a thing and then you you ask a spirit questions and then you don't hear it in person. But when you play it back, you hear something on the on the recording. Oh, I thought it was an abbreviation for E.T. vs. Predator, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's just lost. He's just in his own mind, imagining yeah, ET being torn apart by fucking. It's just like a predator with four ET skulls on his fucking attached to his belt. That's a fucking great movie. Uh, that's an I'm pushing them all over the place. Because you know what it is too. Because ET, no one talks about what its fucking weaponry would be like. Is there a warrior class yeah. in the ET? Who world? knows? Because remember, ET was a child. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's yeah. Because remember, at the end of the movie, you've got ET's parents are sitting there waiting for him. He's like, "Where the fuck you been?" So yeah, ET is a child. We don't know like what a fully grown, like full powered ET Would is do. capable of. Yeah, ET, he could hop over a log. He was quick, little fucker. He was quick. Yeah, and he had no legs. He had weird little stumps. And he could fucking fly. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. You've seen the ET porno, right? No, you haven't. I mean, I've made a couple. <laughs> what does that mean? It's it's, it's horrible. It's yeah, a, I'll send it's it. A, we'll send it to we'll you tonight. We'll send it to you. It's, it's, it's infamous, but yeah, it's horrible. It's a woman like in full E.T. makeup, like a, an E.T. head. Oh, they make E.T. a woman? They make E.T. a woman and E.T. Yeah, gets fucked. Yeah, it's really bad. Oh. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, you're not going to like that. Oh, I'll yeah. watch that. Oh, it's getting, it's getting sucking the dick is the worst part, I think. Yeah. I think that's the part that really disconcerts me. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I figure E.T. be great at head with that long throat. Mm-hmm. I miss my home planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go through this seller's authentication process. Okay. First, the doll is separated from other paranormal objects and examined by a K2 EMF meter for three to five days in a soundproof box next to a voice-activated recorder to see if it lets loose with a sound or a phrase. Then the seller conducts a lucid dreaming session in her bed next to the doll to see if she has any weird dreams. Finally, she writes a 15-page report on how haunted the doll is and what sort of spirit might be haunting it, whether it be demon, dead child, fairy, or if you're lucky, a leprechaun. I don't think Ooh. that there's anything lucky about it being a leprechaun <laughs> because you can't. I don't want to get involved with the leprechaun's business. Aren't yeah. they, one bad leprechaun ruins it for all of them. Leprechauns are bad. Yeah, leprechauns have always been bad. Leprechauns are bad. Yeah. Why are they considered lucky? They're not. We turned it into lucky because of a marketing campaign to make St. Patrick's Day a fucking big holiday in America. But they're not. They're evil. They're they're small. They're, they're rich. Mis- well, they're mischievous and they're neutral. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem is that neutrality yeah. means that they don't think about our agendas. Yeah, chaotic neutral. Sounds like a good guy. <laughs> he just has a he worked too long at a cheesesteak restaurant. Yeah, you worked yeah, 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 you worked in the back of too many restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people are just misunderstood. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, he's talking about the entire restaurant industry. Yeah. A fully chaotic neutral industry. Yeah. As a caveat though, selling paranormal objects on eBay can run afoul of eBay's terms of use because eBay explicitly forbids the auctioning or sale of human souls. It's actually in the fucking rules. I believe it came from someone trying to sell a soul that yeah. was like on a piece of paper. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Their reasoning is that if the soul does exist, it would violate eBay's policy of selling human body parts or remains. Can you sell a dog? Not bet- on eBay, I don't think. 
I think you can sell like a stuffed dog. Yeah, a stuffed, you can a dog. stuffed dog, sure. Yeah, but, oh, like a, like a taxidermy dog. Yeah, yeah you can't I, sell a live dog. Can you not auction off a living dog? I think that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Why? Because when you have to put it in a box and ship it, uh, you can do local only. Yeah, you figure it out. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, but yeah, I, uh, I love what this is going to do to me. Can you sell a live dog on eBay? Go to eBay. I got the app. No, I uh, just look in a question. Living here. dog does not come out. That does not show anything. They are not pets, and most live animals are not allowed on eBay. Yeah. Okay. They right. said there are few that pos. There's a few. There's a live you animals can probably policy. Buy worms. You can get fertilized eggs. Mm-hmm. You can get bees. You can buy a whole shit ton of bees. You can definitely buy bees. <laughs> you can buy lobsters. Okay. And then you can buy mice as food for pets. Okay. And then stud services. Oh, uh, yeah. Stud services. Oh, testicle. Uh, yeah. No, cum. stud services meaning, yeah. You, you can sell cum. Yeah, yeah you can pig get stud- cum and shit like that. Yeah, a yeah. bunch of pig cum. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Now you know what to give me for my birthday. <laughs> Here's some be, pork juice. I'm going to be so upset if a fucking huge jar of pig cum You're shows up mad. at our P.O. box. <laughs> We've been waiting for it for years. We've been talking about buying and selling livestock fucking cum for literally a dozen years. Yeah, we P.O. really box have. 470 North yep. Hollywood, California. Yeah, come on now. If you could, ship it with some ice. Yeah. Because yeah. You know I mean? we only check it every once in a while. Yeah, and don't just jerk off a pig into a mason jar. We want to. Like, yeah. Actual farmer to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But if the soul does not exist, this is the other side of the soul argument when it comes to eBay's terms of service. If the soul does not exist, then eBay can't allow the auction because there's nothing to sell. So either way, selling a doll explicitly on the merit that it contains the soul of something or other is explicitly forbidden. That rule, however, is usually skirted by including the phrase for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, or like haunted looking doll. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so, to end this episode, in honor of our haunted doll sellers on eBay, Henry will read the description for an item titled Succubus Doll Mystical Metaphysical Paranormal Sexual Haunt Doll Spirit, which sold last Tuesday for 25 bucks. This demon succubus will use her charm and seductive powers to manipulate you. She will use illusions and enchantments to entice you. She will flaunt her body at you, wearing lace, leather, and whatever else she feels that you are attracted to. A seductress that will shapeshift into any form. She will call upon her sisters and even her mother Lilith. A relationship with her could get out of hand and unhealthy. Remember to stay focused while allowing her to take advantage of you. If you are lusting with desire and in need of a sexual explosion experience, then she will prove to be the key. Any questions, please message. eBay requires me to state that this is buying a tangible item and not a paranormal experience. Shipped priority mail insured. <laughs> a sexual explosion experience. I just be like, man, I fucking don't. I don't need this. I heard what it was like to date Angelina Jolie during the late 90s. <laughs> and it seemed like it was- is cheap for, it- for a sexual explosion experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People pay way more than 25 for a sexual explosion experience. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. They really do. They yeah. pay with their whole fucking lives. Wow. Guys, I think it's important to remember that when we are looking for uh, talking about haunted dolls, a lot of people want proof. Yeah. They want objective proof. We've said this all, you know, talked about the UFO stream last time. We all want objective proof. We want to catch these things in a fucking bottle. Mm-hmm. All right. And we want to be able to put them on display. We want to dissect them in a lab. But don't really work like that because more than any other expression of the capital P phenomena, I feel like this is one of those that's about you and the haunted object, Mm -hmm. and it's a consciousness thing, we just don't understand. That's it. Does that mean it's not real? (laughs) I think that it's about, if it's extremely real to you, it's real to you. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's that, well, there's also the, you know, the, it's the, the concept of magic is that it doesn't matter whether it's real or not. It only matters that it works. And that yeah. you think it's real. I went to the magic castle and there was this dude like heckling the magician shit, talking That's about not how real. it was. Yeah, and stuff like that. And I'm not a magic fan either. That's weird. But though. I was like, I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? But the guy, the magician, had the best ex- explanation I think I ever heard. He said, Yes, I do tricks of sleight of hand, you know, and my hands sometimes are quicker than your eyes. Just so you can choose to see magic or you can choose to see something fake. Just like when someone plays the violin, you can choose to hear horse hair scratching against cat intestines, or you could hear music. Yeah, that's fair. I I love that. That's an incredible explanation. I love that. Yeah, because magic's a skill. Yeah, it's a ritual school because it's not the it's not you're not going to see a warlock. (laughs) You're going to see a magician. No, I saw an incredible magician the other day do something with like a Rubik's cube. I I mean, I was blown away. Shove it up his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, that's what that's what happened. Is that he got the Rubik's cube, he handed it to a guy, he said, "Yo, jumble it up, jumble it, jumble it." Now, shove it. We'll go into my magic cabinet, and you will see. And he just like shoves it all covered in shit, and it's like perfect. Perfectly done. No, you know? dude, he fucking pulled it out. It was a full set of mon- Monopoly games. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great episode. Yeah. This what a fun, fun time. Really good work. All yeah. Right. Let's well, hope that we didn't fuck up our entire lives by covering these haunted dolls. I'm sorry, Robert the Haunted Doll. I'm sorry, Robert. I'm sorry, Peggy. Yep. We're very sorry. We love yeah. you. I, I apologize to Robert. Not to Peggy. Not to Peggy. I don't believe in Peggy. He's fucked. Yeah. Wow. Robert seems real to me. I'm not going anywhere near him. I'm is not going to drive him home. I'm not fucking going. We're not going to go mm-hmm. to anything with scaffolding. Is it because you've been to Key West, but you've never been to England? Um, I guess that might have something to do with it. Distrust. And I know that Key West is, uh, you know, there's something wrong there. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love going. Yeah. If you it's ever. It's not a negative. It was like New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. I love going to Key West. Yeah. yeah. When we, well, when we go to England, uh, you're going to find out there's something wrong there, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Everywhere we go. Everywhere there's humans. Well, hail Satan. Ah, hail Gene, everybody. Hail Robert. Yeah. 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 That'll fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 